Hello, welcome to our podcast series, Beyond the Diagnosis, focusing on embracing life after cancer through Sanford Health survivorship programs. I'm your host, Courtney Collin with Sanford Health News. We're so glad you're here. Once a patient hears those words, you have cancer, that patient becomes a survivor. Through my conversations with health providers on topics related to survivorship, we're learning more about how Sanford continues its commitment to help people live their best life beyond the diagnosis. Our conversation today focuses specifically on supporting children after a cancer diagnosis. And to tell us more, I have two guests joining me, Cheryl Smith, a clinical social worker and an oncology behavioral health specialist in Fargo, and Wendy Iwerks, a child life specialist at Roger Maris Cancer Center Pediatrics, also in Fargo. Thank you both so much for being here. Welcome. Thanks, Courtney. Cheryl, I'll start with you. When a parent is diagnosed with cancer, it impacts the whole family, doesn't it? Oh, yes, it does. Um, You know, there are some statistics I wanted to share that the American Cancer Society in 2020 estimated that 1,735,350 adults are diagnosed with cancer. And of those, um, about 24% have children of the ages from Um, below 18. So that's quite a lot of children that are affected by parental cancer. Estimated this year to be about 783,000. Yeah, those are some devastating numbers. Wendy, what are you hearing from families who are going through this? The biggest concern families have is how do we tell our children and what do we tell them um, when families get a devastating diagnosis of cancer, their whole world is turned upside down. And the instinct is really to protect their kids and to not tell them anything. And what happens then when kids don't get information, they tend to fill in the the blanks with their own information, which oftentimes is much worse than what the reality of their the diagnosis is. How does a parent's diagnosis impact a child? Well, their their whole life is turned upside down. The parent can have physical changes, emotional changes. It, kids get worried about when they see their parents get sick or have to go to the hospital. What does that mean? Um, they don't understand that a lot of times we expect those admissions. Um, we expect the side effects of the chemotherapy. And if kids don't understand that this is all part of the treatment to get mom or dad better, they can really develop a lot of anxiety around their parents' treatment. I want to learn more about each of your respective roles. Cheryl, let's talk about what you do as an oncology behavioral health specialist. I um, usually am meeting with the parents um, because of the diagnosis, obviously, and a lot of times we will talk about how has this impacted them But most of the time we talk about how will I tell my children. And so what we're grateful of at Sanford is to have amazing child life specialists who actually will will refer to sometimes to come in and actually meet with the kids and help them understand. So I'm there to support the parents and provide some psychoeducation about how to talk to their children developmentally based on their stages of development. You know, um, we also talk like for younger kids not to use euphemisms and um, things like that that might confuse them because they're very concrete. So when you say you're sick and then they get sick, 
then they're concrete and they get worried about, is my hair going to fall out? Am I going to go through these things that my mom or dad have gone through? So I'm at the beginning and I usually walk the journey with the parents, um, but this is a program that has been lacking because it doesn't really help the children um, multiple times meeting and knowing what to kind of say and do and help support them. And Wendy, as a child life specialist, how and when are you involved in a family's cancer journey? Well, I'll get involved in the the beginning as well and meet with the, the parents typically and talk about how to tell their children that they have the cancer diagnosed depending on the child's age and development. We'll talk about how I like to explain cancer to young kids. I have a lot of um, dolls and resources, workbooks that kids can use. Workbooks are great because kids have a hard time expressing how they feel and so when they can draw it out um, in a workbook that guides them, it's very helpful rather than having to use their, their words. I also love to have kids come in and give them a tour of the cancer center so we can really demystify what kids are thinking about when a parent is going to come get treatment. They get to see where they are. We talk about accessing a port and I have a doll with a port cath in it as you know if that is what the parent's going to have so kids can understand and we can get rid of those misconceptions that they might have. How do you explain cancer to a child? And does a child's age determine how you do that? Well, age comes into play all the time. Um, I think it, too, is how stressed and how anxious the child is. And how I like to explain cancer to younger kids um, is, I'll say, talk about their cells dividing and how our cells divide all nice and evenly and sometimes they get confused or they get mixed up and they start dividing all crazy and those crazy dividing cells develop something called cancer. Um, That's a very basic way how I explain it. I love to make what I call blood soup with kids to explain blood cancers. So I'll use um, caro syrup for the plasma, marshmallows for white blood cells to represent those, red blood cells are represented by um, like red hot candies, and I use sprinkles for platelets, and we mix them all together and we talk about each of their functions, and then I'll put raisins in for the cancer um, so kids can see just how that can crowd out all those good cells. Um, And also then we'll take some of those raisins out and they'll see, oh boy, I'm removing red blood cells and white blood cells and and platelets. So sometimes mom or dad might have to come in and get those things. And using the words we use, you know, we refer to blood and platelets as product. Well, what does that mean to an eight-year-old? So we'll explain. When you hear that word product, this is what it means. So tell me about CLIMB and the programming available for Sanford families. So the CLIMB program uh, stands for Children's Lives Include Moments of Bravery. And it is a program that has a child, a teen, and a parent component. So it's a six-week program. It's held weekly for an hour and a half to two hours. Um, and then we are all tr- have been trained by the CLIMB program to facilitate it. And we focus, 
like for the parents, more on psychoeducation, how to talk to their children, how to support their children. And for the children, it's developmentally specific, and the teens have their own program too. So the goal, again, for the parents is to identify and address, you know, how the disease is affecting their children. But also, I think it's really important when I meet with parents, like Wendy said about the protection they try to protect their children so they're also not modeling the behavior of how to deal with difficult emotion. So if I see a parent who's highly distressed, I'll say, how are your kids doing? And they say, fine. I kind of question that with them. Okay, you're not doing well, but they're doing fine. And talk about the incongruency with that. So it's also teaching parents how to model the behaviors we want the kids to learn, too, of how to share when they're happy, how to share when they're sad, that they can be both happy and sad at the same time, and giving them skills to manage that. It also reduces the parent's stress, and we know when parents have less stress that they're immune function is better. So it's really going to be, I think, a great program to help them have the skills for the parents. And for the kids, um, one of the things it does is it really helps them understand that they're not alone, that their peers are going through this as well, that other kids' parents have cancer. Um, So they really can make some nice connections with other kids that are going through something so similar. Um, And like Cheryl said, with the way they learn to cope with their emotions and to deal with the stress and anxiety of something serious in their family are skills that they can take into their adulthood. I mean, they're skills that they will use life, lifelong. Yeah, what does that program look like? And at what point do families get involved? CLIMB program is designated for, it was started for children and then the parents component was added we recommend that we don't have parent children attend until three to four months after their child's diagno- after the parent's diagnosis, because it takes that much time for children to be in a space to adjust, where they can be in a space to um, receive the support. It is not a psychotherapy group. It's a group to provide support to one another universality and commonality of going through something similar and again finding and building skills that some of them already have but enhancing them and developing them and with the kids it's very interactive there's activities that they're doing so they're learning through some fun activities again it's weekly it's a closed group so it does nobody can kind of drop in once the group starts because that provides the group cohesion and that helps with building each week on talking about more difficult subjects so the first week you know um, the kids are talking about uh, happy which is an easy one to talk about and then each week it builds on to the more difficult emotions that they're feeling so it's a ladder that we're climbing and it's for six weeks and and Wendy can talk more about the kids program part we have we take the kids after the part of the first group and have them alone where we have them do the activities to help them express themselves. And with the teens, we have them do journaling. And if they want to share it, we let them share it um, or we encourage them to. But if they're more like they don't want to share that, that is just fine with them. We're not going to make kids share or interact 
Um, but I think through the way we do the activities, they really gain some comfort and they feel like they can articulate how they feel. Um, they feel very safe in that environment. I mean, you think about Maslow's hierarchy of needs. We want to make sure they're safe and they feel supported. And then you're, you're moving up to, to more emotional support through them. So yes, but the mission of CLIMB is that just every child whose parent is diagnosed with cancer is given early tools and emotional support to cope. So again, it's not a psychotherapy group. It's more of a group about having kids be with other kids who's go- who are going through the same thing. Because often they are the only kids in school who have cancer. Or often the parents are the only parents who have minor children. They might have older adults that they know who've had cancer, but maybe they're coping with, um, you know, adult children, not minor children. Sure. I bet that support is so valuable, uh, even at young ages, for both the children and, of course, their parents. What kind of feedback are you hearing from families who have been a part of CLIMB? The feedback from kids, because sometimes they might have to choose between another activity, like a sport activity, is that they want to come to the CLIMB group because they find so much value in it and such a connection with other kids that are going through something similar, which I think speaks a lot to as how important it is for kids and families. Yeah, I was going to ask you uh Benefits for both. Um, Why is this so important for children to find this support group to talk these things out? And then, of course, why is it important for parents as well, especially the one who received the diagnosis? Well, for kids, it, it really helps them name their emotions that they're feeling and also learning that all the emotions they have are okay. A lot of times we try to stifle Kids, when they're crying, will say, don't cry, don't cry. Um, But all of the emotions that kids are feeling are normal and they're okay. And then if you're really angry, how do you deal with that? And so giving kids appropriate ways to deal with the emotions that they have. It also, we talk about what the cancer is. And so, again, um, demystifying those misconceptions that kids can have about their parents' illness, is a big part of what CLIMB does too, along with the connecting with other children and helping them to learn ways that they can, they can take these coping skills um, into the rest of their lives. And as far as parents, you know, it increases their knowledge about how their children adjust and what a normal adjustment is. They might feel um, overwhelmed and worried if their children are having maybe behaviors which can be common when they're dealing and coping with a stressor like cancer in their family. And parents are, again, the primary source of modeling and teaching children how to do it and how to express and and handle emotions in a helpful way. So the program helps them do it in a structured way where not only the parents but the children have a a similar language to talk about their emotions to so that they're on the same page um, and in an age-appropriate way for the adults. Why did Sanford adopt the CLIMB program as part of its survivorship care. Was was there a need for this type of programming? 
our um, survivorship program did a survey of families, and an overwhelming concern that came up or need was parents didn't know how to talk to their kids about cancer. And so the Treehouse Foundation out of Colorado had started this program, which has been adopted around the country and actually around the world. And so we had um, the staff at Sanford have had training through the Treehouse Foundation to implement this program into our enterprise. Yeah, how pleased are you to be able to offer this to families? You know, I actually did my master's thesis on parental cancer, so um, I felt it's, you know, cancer is not a me disease, it is a we disease, and it affects everybody. And, you know, the plan of care should include, um, are we caring for the children of parents who have cancer? If a family has more questions about how to get involved, where they can get more information, what would you suggest they do? The best way is to ask their oncologist about it or their their case manager or their social worker. They'll be able to get us them connected with us so we can help them get registered and um, make sure the dates of the program will work for them. Yeah, the goal right now is we will hold it um, four times a year. And so, um, you know, if it's too soon in their diagnosis, at least we know we can refer them to the next date and talk about, you know, providing them resources until then uh, mm-hmm. to kind of help with their coping and their children's coping. Coping. The goal is maybe three to four months after somebody's diagnosed, but there's no goal on how long. I mean, we have somebody who's coming who, who has been diagnosed for like six years, but she's still going through treatment and her daughter's struggling. So there's no end date of how long. And so, you know... Um, We just want, if the children are struggling with how to cope with the cancer, no matter how long it's been, that we have this resource for them. Is there anything else you want our listeners to know about how Sanford is supporting children through the survivorship care? Well, I think it's the really comes down to Sanford's commitment to family-centered care and knowing that when the person is diagnosed, it's kind of like if you think of it like a crib mobile. If you move one part of that, it has an effect on every other piece of that mobile. And I think of a family being that way when you um, get something like a cancer diagnosis that is very stressful and very frightening. Um, It affects the whole family, and so Sanford is really committed to helping the entire family that is experiencing this and, and us being alongside of them during this cancer journey. Wonderful. Cheryl Smith, Wendy Iwerks, talking about the CLIMB program and Sanford Health supporting children following the cancer diagnosis of a parent. Thank you both so much for joining me in this conversation, for sharing more about the CLIMB program. Thank you for all that you do. Thank you. Thank you. This was another episode of our Cancer Survivorship Series Beyond the Diagnosis. I'm your host, Courtney Collin. Stay well. We'll see you soon.